Hey everybody, this is Chris from CSS Tricks with video screencast number 89, where I'm going to be talking about organizing a Photoshop file. Uh, this just kind of randomly came up because I was working in a Photoshop file kind of day after day. It's right here. Um, and it just got, obviously, it was just a joke of unorganization. And as we like to do in web design and anything else in our digital lives is uh, staying organized is awesome. So why is it unorganized? What makes a Photoshop file unorganized? Well, look at um, the layer palette I have over here to my right. And it's just, uh, so this is, this is the file I was making for, a, for an example here. Um, simple little website, but of course there's lots of layers and stuff going on in Photoshop. Here's the layers palette. It's just a big mess of, of, of layers and layers and layers with, you know, their effects are showing and nothing's named properly and I have no idea what's what, so that's what's unorganized. If you were to then, if you're working in a team or something and you were working on this and you're going to hand it off to get coded or for a uh, design review or for somebody else to work on in some other way, they'd probably get this and be like, come on, really? Is this how you're going to hand this off to me? It's just kind of an embarrassing mess, you know? Um, we're going to organize it. That's the point of this thing. One thing I wanted to say is that notice, so this is how I have my, you know, normally I don't work in a screen this small. I have a much larger monitor, but we always, you know, shoot these screencasts at a smaller monitor resolution. I wanted to get everything out of the way that I didn't need. So I just have the tools here, the document here, and the layers palette here. That's all I have going on here. That's a nice way to work if you're going to be solo. All I'm doing here is straight up organizing. When I got it just the way I wanted, I went ahead and made a new workspace. And I think you go workspace or something new. And then I named it and saved it just in case I were to to switch around and you know like I, these are workspaces up here in CS5 if I click this that oh no it will move to a different workspace all my stuff is on my other monitor over here I can just click this button and I'm, I'm instantly back to there I think anytime you're like looking at your screen in Photoshop and you're relatively happy with where your palettes are and how organized you are you should save that workspace so that you can easily jump back to it it's just a huge productivity thing in Photoshop to, to have the screen looking how you want it Anyway, so here's what's going on. This is what the, the demo page looks like, and this is the mess. And let's say somebody were handing this off to us, and we weren't, or we weren't familiar with this. What would we do to kind of get it into shape? So there probably is some, there's some inherent organization to a Photoshop file, and the, uh, the order of layers in this thing kind of matters, you know? So if we were to just like randomly take this and like drag it up here or something, stuff is going to screw up because the um, that, now that layer is higher than these other, that, you know, the layers literally underneath it in this palette and stuff. So I'm going to undo that and get it back together. So there's, you know, things that are in the background are probably lower in the layers palette. Like physically I'm scrolled all the way to the bottom of this layers palette. So we can, the first naming things properly is probably a good idea. So I can like shut off stuff. Looks like that was that gradient kind of deal. I'm just going to call it gradient. Um, we have this, looks like that's the pattern. I'll call it the pattern. 
And I generally close effects by clicking this little area here. I don't generally need to see those all the time, especially when we're, you know, we can pretend at this point is like we're getting this thing into shape so that we can convert it into HTML and CSS. So we're kind of, you know, for the moment done with the design part of this. We don't necessarily need to see all these effects. I'm just going to close a lot of those. Uh, so it takes up less room and we can see more of what's going on. So that's the bottom. Maybe we'll call that the... Uh, no, the floor. So you can see I'm just double clicking on the name of it. If you double click just a little bit off, you're going to open up the styles palette. And you're like, Ugh. or if you click, you know, here it does something different. You got to get right on the name and double click it. So what was that one? Looks like the shadow. And this is the main content area. I'm kind of thinking of all this of these um, these four things, those kind of the background. So let's put all those in a folder. Nesting things is huge in organizational structure. So if I hold shift and click this little button in the bottom right, it looks like a little folder says create new group. If I hold shift when I do that, it's gonna take the things that I already have selected in the layers palette and put them in a folder. And we'll call that folder background. So now we have this easy ability and you can turn folders on and off as well to just turn off the entire background. Boom, boom. So, if someone were um, wanting just this whole back background for some reason, you could option click that little eyeball and get um, just it, and then option click it again to kind of revert back. So that's kind of a neat trick um, that way. Closing styles, closing styles. Where we should move up from there. So this is nice. I'm going to call that like main content. That tends to be what I call it in CSS too. Is like a page wrap or a main content kind of bar. It's not really part of the background. I mean, maybe it is for you, but I'm kind of thinking that as content and everything else is background. Now we have that thing. Hmm. And this thing is... Let's see. That's where it is. It looks like it's kind of unneeded, but maybe let's, maybe I just am zoomed out far enough. I'm not able to tell what's going on. Oh yeah, it does have a point. So just, you know, that was a good point. I was just about to throw that layer away. You can see, uh, hopefully this comes across this box that I'm outlining with my mouse at the moment um, is like pure white. And then above that is a little more of an off white. So as I, as I turn that box on, it kind of makes that look better. So that's just going to be like a color fix or something. Um, but it's necessary. So that, that's kind of a good point is especially if this is somebody else's file, just cause you turn on and off a layer and it doesn't really seem to do anything, make darn sure that it doesn't do anything before you go around deleting stuff. And importantly, Let's do a save as here, and we'll just call it org so that we know that this is like the organized version of it. So just in case this was somebody else's work, we could be like, they're like, what did you do to my file? Be like, I saved the original, so if you don't like how I organized it, then just go back to your original, I guess. Please don't, but I understand if you have to. <laughs> so that's a photo. I'm going to call this photo rings so that's kind of you can kind of think of naming things like if you if you work a lot in css and um 
or even just doing literally this work, slicing up PSDs, a lot of times what I'll do is when I'm like saving images, I'll name it in that way. Like if I'm going to have an icon of a left arrow and a right arrow, I'm not going to call the file names left arrow and right arrow. I mean, you could, it wouldn't be the end of the world, but a lot of times I call them arrow dash right or icon dash arrow dash right. That way on the left it describes what it is, and then it gets more specific as you move to the right. So if you're looking at a huge folder of images, things are grouped by kind of larger categories of what they are. So I kind of am stealing that naming convention uh, for naming layers in Photoshop as well. So text is nice in Photoshop is that the, the name of the layer is generally the name of the what you did so if i uh, of, of the literally the text in there if, instead of it being mike's wedding here if i made it john literally the name of the layer is going to change as well i'm going to undo that because whatever it's fake anyway it doesn't really matter but you can see how the name of the layer changed as well so that's that's nicely named as it is already i don't really mind um, we'll just leave it the way it is. <clears throat> you can retitle it. I could say this is called the title now and it won't affect that text, but you know, whatever, right? Closing styles, closing styles. What's that? This is a kind of an inner shadow box. Does it need to be pink? This is one of those things again, like what? I'm not seeing any pink there. Like, uh, See, the fill of it is set to 0%, meaning what, whatever color it has doesn't really matter anyway. So pink was a little weird. I just set it to white instead. So just in glancing at these layers, you, you would see that pink and be like, what's up with pink? Where is that? Well, how is that being used? If it's not being used, I, I suggest moving it to a more neutral color as to not throw off. Like, what's going on there? Okay, what do we got here? We'll zoom back out. Well, that's way over there. So now this stuff, these four things are all kind of related. So let's shift and click the folder button again and get that going on. Now, there's a bunch of those. There's this top left one. There's this photo. There's this and this. And by things, I mean they're kind of like boxes, just areas of of content within the main content so I'm gonna call them I guess I'm just gonna call it a box and I'm gonna call it the title box because that's what it is so I can turn that a box off all by itself now that font is like Gotham it looks like and there's some inner shadow stuff and a photo and stuff going on you know a designer may try and tackle all this with CSS they may not they may decide that uh, I'm just gonna what is it? I'm not sure if you can do that, but if if you just like command click one of the boxes, you can just get a selection of all that and do something like copy merged and new and with your new dialog box hit okay and paste and you're gonna get like just that and save that out as an image. That might be how the person that's going to be slicing this file is approaching this. So anyway, it's kind of nice to have areas like this segmented nicely. So let's see. What do we have next? Navigation here. That's what that is, apparently. And that's about box. So we're starting to get a little confusing as to what's where. So we'll just start naming things. Navigation BG or something. So 
this is about box, about box, about box. These things are all about related. We can make the box before we know exactly all what's in it. Let's just do that. We'll call this box. And then instead of calling it the about box, because it, you know, theoretically could be anything, we'll call it just the sidebar. And not everything is in there yet. We're missing some text. So let's say we want to just wrap up the sidebar box already. We want to find wherever that text is. If we make sure that we're on the black regular pointer tool, hold down command and click, uh, it's going to take us right to that layer in the layers palette. So let me just drag it down. And if I drop it onto this folder here, it's going to put it in that folder. But by default, it puts it at the very bottom of that folder. It's the text. We might as well just drag it up to the top so that you can see it again because clearly there's a white box here that was sitting on top of it, which is why you couldn't see the text. It disappeared over there. So what else? Now it looks like this purple color really is being used. If we change it, it changes that frame color. So that's not one that we want to change to white, although that's right where my mind went because we just dealt with a kind of light color like that in the same way. So this is kind of the... Maybe this should have been called main content, and the other thing should be, I'm going to call this the page wrap. And this is kind of part of the main content area. So that, that, uh-oh, so again, unorganization, but we'll call this, I just discovered, as the photo couple. So let's put that in a folder box photo not sure anything else will go in there but at least we'll have the same kind of naming structure going on elsewhere we'll call these two things box main content okay now what are all these little things we'll zoom in looks like they are the separator lines between these. Now do we want to name each one separator? I don't know. Let's just go like this. Separator lines. Now that goes with the navigation more so. So we're working on that. Let's put those in their little box for navigation. Box navigation. Okay, now what are these things? Hearts. These are already in a group. At least I decided that's smart enough. We'll call that layer instead of group one hearts now if i drag this on navigation remember it's going to be put at the bottom they're probably going to disappear right so one of the ways is i could uh just move it back up but instead of moving it in i could have just opened this and dragged it in such a way that it's going to be on top automatically whatever not a big deal so box for navigation looks good press uh, command zero here to zoom back out to full now that now that looks pretty unused. So this might be a case where I'm like, if I wanted to leave it in there, I might go unused question mark, question mark or something and, and leave it off and then worry about the next person that touches this file. Maybe they know better than we do and we could turn it off. Or I might just be like, oh, judgment call. Clearly they decided to use a different pattern back there instead of this one. So whatever. And then this is the text for the navigation. So this time I'll dra do the drag technique here. Boom. So, pretty organized already, isn't it? We can turn off the photo. We can turn off all of these boxes really easily with one click. Uh, 
If I wanted just the navigation, I could do that option click thing and get just that if I wanted to. Option click again to get back. The page wrap is separately. You know, not, not overwhelmingly. We can kind of see what's going on pretty immediately. Every layer is named in a smart way. Well, almost anyway, huh? We could call this like border and you know, inside or something. Uh, we did a pretty good job though. Uh, you know, the text again, named properly. Let's do one more little thing though and just introduce a kind of a new feature. Let's say there was multiple pages to this website, which, you know, there clearly are, and the sidebar were to change a little bit. So inside the sidebar, maybe I would grab um, hmm, all of this stuff and put it in and call this the about sidebar and I would maybe I might start that word with sidebar except for it's already within a folder called sidebar so eh, whatever and I'm gonna duplicate it and call it schedule or something and turn off this one and so maybe there's a difference in that the color oops the color on the schedule page like has a different thing going on and instead of about us, of course, it says schedule. So we're, we're like, now we're kind of mocking up a new page. Let's say the schedule page had a lot of differences to it. Maybe it has a different photo, different content, different navigation is highlighted, all this type of stuff. And we, and we, in an organized way, did that in our layers palette. We can have this thing called layer comps, which I'll just, oh, where'd it go? Oh, I'm spinning. Oh, it was a part of a larger thing here. Let me just see if I can, yeah, okay. So whatever, layer comps, we just need this little palette right here. And let's create a new one that's literally called schedule. And I created a new one by clicking this little icon here. Now let's create another one. Well, now let's change sidebar and turn on the about one instead of schedule and make another one called about. Now we have these two layer comps and just clicking them will turn on and off the appropriate layers to get us there. Oops. You click on this little box on the left. So if we changed, you know, let's say on the schedule page then, uh, we didn't want the background or something obscure like that. We could say update layer comp and now that's the, what the, that layer comp is. We still click about. We get all the layers turned on and off in the, in, the, in the right, you know, the right ones turned on, the right ones turned off to get us to the making this look like the about page. We click this, and it's going to turn on and off layers to get where we wanted the schedule page. So that's the idea with layer comps, that you can have a pretty complicated Photoshop file and just click different buttons to get to different states of that Photoshop file so you don't have to have, like, five different Photoshop files just to kind of accomplish this and stay organized in that way. It's a lot easier to use if your Photoshop file is organized to begin with. So that's what I recommend. Okay, basic Photoshop organization stuff. Until next time, folks, I'll see you later.